Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskan. Call 87 237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets, for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. Good afternoon and welcome along to Friday's Late Lunch. This is Barbara Scully and what a treat of a show we have for you today. We'll be talking about two of my favourite things coming up a little bit later. It's also the very last Friday of the month. October is almost upon us and I have to tell you, I think October is definitely my favourite month. I love summer, I love the deep winter, but I love October best of all. Um, I love the feeling of like the evenings drawing in, um, Mother Nature getting ready for the big long sleep of winter. I love the smell of the first fires, the colours on the trees and how Halloween. Halloween is on the horizon. Halloween, you can keep Christmas as far. Well, no, I like Christmas, but I really love Halloween and I've loved Halloween ever since I was a child. And although all my kids are now grown up, I still mortify them by decorating the house and the garden and love doling out sweets at the door to all the kids in the neighbourhood. It's a combination, I think, of magic and mayhem of Halloween that I really love. I don't like the ghoulishness or the horror element. I think that was imported from America, but the, the the old Irish thing of the veils between the two worlds, this world and the next world being at its thinnest and ghosts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love I love all of that. Um, late autumn is all about energy drawing in. It's about making your home cosy, about closing the curtains, lighting candles, lighting the fire, putting throws on the sofa. You see what I mean? It's all about bangers and mash, um, apple crumbles and homemade soup and brown bread. Um, I love that feeling of coming home at the end of the day, closing the door and settling down for a long winter night, time to read and time to dream. After all the exuberance of summer, autumn or October is all about rest, I think. Um, I think in a former life, did I mention my former lives at all this week? I don't know if I did, but I think in a former life I must have been a bear because I I just love the idea of hibernation, cozying down through the winter, reading and eating comfort food. Yes, I am waxing lyrical because I love October. And as somebody famous once said, I'm very glad I live in a world where there are Octobers. There ended the lesson. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, that's the end of that. Um, if you want to get in touch with us uh, throughout the show, we have a bit of a gremlin, I think, in the works on the text line, but you can still WhatsApp us um, on 086 1800 658. And as per usual, we would love to hear from you. You can tell me, do you like October or do you not like October? Do you like the, the late autumn and heading into winter or is it not something that floats your boat at all? Anyway, as uh, I say, down to business. Now, I want you to listen up to this. 
By midnight I was truly under this girl's spell. No trickery or magic nor voodoo hocus pocus. But the sparks flew when we shifted in her old Ford Focus. Sinead, since that day it's been the thunderbolt. Your heart is mine. You've truly cooled the gallop of this colt. You always think of others putting them before yourself and you're only just a call away when people need your help. The clients that you care for have told me this is true, though I don't get much sympathy when I come down with man flu. Isn't that brilliant? That is an extract from a groom's speech at a wedding. And um, as you can tell, it's not just any old speech. This is a speech that contains the two vital ingredients of any speech, and that is warmth and humour. But it's also a carefully crafted piece of work that was created by my next guest. Cormac Lally, you are welcome to The Late Lunch. You are a poet and a writer and you run a business creating bespoke wedding speeches. How are you? I am great, Barbara. Thanks a million. No worries. Yes, I do. I do indeed, yes. I've been doing that for the last kind of 10 years. How did it start, Cormac? Um, my little brother was getting, my baby brother was getting married and my middle brother was the best man and a uh, very confident fella in lots of things in his life, but was absolutely terrified at the thoughts of getting up and speaking in front of a crowd. And so we just came out of the house and he came out of the house with a box of my favourite beer and he said, listen, you're the writer in the family would you be able to help me with this? And so we had a few beers, and I said to him then, I said, "Geez, man, uh, there might be a poem in this. Would you would you do uh, would you do a poem just for the crack?" And he said, oh, "Listen, I would just do anything now at this stage to uh, just have it over and done with." And but my poor mum was freaking out because you know <laughs> she's a bit longer in the tooth. She's been to all the weddings where the best man speeches go really bad. We didn't tell anyone what we were doing, and my brother got up on the day and. Uh, I had coached him on the delivery on on how to do it and how to get over his nerves and stuff. And he just got up on the day and absolutely just brought the house down with it. And a fellow came up to me an hour later at the bar and said, did you rewrite that? And I said, I did. He said, well, my brother's getting married in two weeks. Would you be able to do something like that for me to help me? And it kind of started from there. And then a friend of mine, Lockie Hooper and Dr. Market, built me a website. And... Since then, like, I've kind of evolved. I, I just still do an awful lot of poetry for people, but I've kind of evolved into doing uh, an awful lot of kind of traditional speeches, um, helping guys with PowerPoints, helping people with speech impediments or things like that. And uh, it's just been a really, really... Uh, I'm just really, really grateful for the, that I was able to use my kind of God-given gift to yeah. help people and to and in turn for them to help me to sustain my family and I think it's that's um, brilliant I'm very grateful for it yeah. good that's absolutely brilliant I think the ability to write um, in in verse and especially to write humour in verse is brilliant and is so clever um, my mother God bless her used to be able to do it and uh, she wrote speeches for uh, the three of us who got married that were absolutely hilarious I mean nothing was brilliant. left unsaid um, and she loved delivering them herself because she was she was very very funny now you have a three-step process, I think, don't you, for helping grooms or fathers or mothers yeah. of the bride or brides to get a, a top-class speech. Can you briefly tell us what they are? They are, and it really is as simple as one, two, three, ABC. The very first thing is I'll sit down uh, with the guys and I will talk to them. I will get the story from them. I'll write it down. And then I, as soon as I have a draft uh, ready for them, I'll give them a bell and I'll read it out to them. And we'll make any little changes so that just so that they get a chance to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So that just so that they get a chance to hear it. Yes. And then once they're happy with the draft, then uh, I begin the coaching process. But it's very good fun. 
And like another once COVID kind of came in there, I kind of had to reimagine things. I moved down to Cork a bit, down to Cork in 2015, and I kind of had to come back up with with other things for as soon as I kind of got more busy. That um, I now help guys to write their own speeches, and that is a hugely popular thing with fellas now. Uh, I'll take a workshop there in uh, kind of on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Or uh, four or five guys will come on a Zoom call with me, and we, you know, I'll take you know four or five grooms, or take four or five best men, and we'll all just kind of sit down in a Zoom call, have a chat, and I give them the tools then about how to go about writing their own stories, how to go about getting information, how to go about uh, putting it together, and then once we uh, have all, once they boys have a draft ready themselves, they'll send it over to me, and then I'll go back through it with them one one by one, and and coach them then until they're going at a kind of competent level. Fantastic. And how do you coach people um, to get over their nervousness? I mean, you know, I know it, it is, if, you, if you're not, if you've never done any public speaking before, to stand up in front of a room full of people is really difficult, even if you're reading something that's prepared for you. How do you get people to conquer their nerves? Well, the first thing I tell people is, listen, don't be afraid. You know, the... The crowd you're going up in against you here have you know these people haven't paid money to come and hear you speak. Yeah, you're not you're not Tommy Tiernan or Bill Burr or somebody like that. You know you're not going to get a one star review in the Guardian on Monday that's going to crush your career. <laughs> There's people there. The people that you're speaking to are there because of love. Yeah, and and this is the first thing to remember. Yeah, um, the other thing is preparation is the key. Yeah, the more prepared that you are. The longer that you have with the speech, with me, or if you're doing it yourself, um, there's very few people can pull off a kind of an off-the-cuff uh, speech. Very few. Yes. But if, you're, but if you are well prepared, and if you follow the little tips and advice that I give you, and start implementing these little habits when you're practicing, then there's nothing really you can do about nerves. Yeah. And nerves is not really the fear of the speech. It's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. And I explained to you guys, like, any any guy who's ever uh, you know played sport and uh, made it to a county final or a Leinster championship or whatever it would be, they'll all tell you the worst place is the dressing room. Right. You know, the worst place for your nerves is the dressing room. Once you're on the pitch, you're grand. Yeah. And the speech is the same. It's the waiting to go is the absolute worst. But when you stand up and you're prepared, just like a, just like a big game, your preparation just to start the week before, the day before, it starts months before and builds up to that point so that even if you are nervous or even if you're even if you're uh, you know you can't eat your dinner with the nerves yeah you have in the back of your mind you have a preparation you have a mantra and these are the things that will keep you going and it's and like I would have fellas who would be so nervous they get up and they do the poem or they do the traditional speech and next thing it's over the people are on their feet giving them a, a standing ovation and they can't even remember doing it. Doing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about getting yourself... And it's about getting yourself out of the way, isn't it? And just letting yourself, let, it letting, letting yeah. it all happen. Um, and yeah. tell me, is there a difference, first of all, in if you're writing for, for a woman, if she's a bride or a mother of the bride, or you're writing for a man, is, do you do, do you have, do you, is there a difference when you're doing the writing when you know a woman is going to be delivering it as opposed to a man? No, no. But I tell you what. I tell you what. There is a difference in. There's a difference in, in the 
information. How you get information <laughs> from each of them. The fellas, I know what you you're know, going to say now, yeah. Yeah, we men, you know, we are very good at keeping the lights on and the road smooth. <laughs> but when it comes to uh, holding on to emotional memories, we're very bad. <laughs> They're like, and how I kind of explain it to fellas is, those emotional memories for us are like boxes of receipts that you have for a business. And in case you're ever audited by the revenue one day, you hold on to them somewhere. They're up in the attic or they're off in the shelf somewhere in the shed. You, you're, they're important. Yeah. You have them somewhere. It's just finding them is the problem. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the ladies are a lot more intuitive, they're a lot more empathetic and they tie an emotion to nearly every memory. Yeah. And so if you ask a guy... Uh, you know, you know where, where did you meet your missus? You know, and like and most courtships started all start around alcohol. You know, so unless for the guys, it's tied to uh, you know beating the All Blacks for the first time in 2013 or winning the first county championship in 70 years. You know, for the parish, they have a clue. Know, they, they'll be like, oh, Jenny, uh, Jesus, um, can't remember. It now, uh, I, was it five years ago? Was four? No, which is, I know. Be, I knew her before that. Whereas if you ask the girls, can you tell me about the night that you met your fella? Oh, I never forget. We were actually out on a Christmas party and we went to this restaurant. The next day, didn't three of the girls get food poisoning and then two of the other girls had to bring them home in taxis. And we ended up having a fight then about where to go and I didn't want to go to this place. And she said, come on, no, we'll go to this place here. I know the bouncers are there against them. And <laughs> they would know Everything. who you were with. They would know the... But the weather was, they would know what colour socks you were wearing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were, like, the, the lady, like, I wouldn't be able to keep a, a tip on the pencil writing down the stuff for the for the women. <laughs> Whereas the fellas, when, I ask, I ask my guys to go back to the very first memory of that person. If, that's, that's, if, if they're a best man, yeah. if they're a best man to, to, if they're a best man to go back to the very first time you met this person, if, if it's your brother, yeah, or, yeah. Or if it's your brother, go back to the very first memory yeah. that you have. Yeah. And start there. Really think about that. Yeah. And, like, what happens then for fellas is like, we're kind of biologically programmed to be kind of single minded, right? But when we're in this kind of single minded state, like driving yeah, or yeah. working or something, that's when the old, that's when the old memories will start coming back. And it's a day or two after. For nearly every single fella I have, yeah, 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 they go. They start the texts will start coming and go. Oh my God, he's driving to work there. This and morning. then he remembered. Not, not thinking about anything at all. And Jesus, man, sure did he break? Did he fall out of a tree one time? And straight <laughs> through the roof, you know. And these little stories just start coming back. Yeah. It takes a while. It takes a while for the little men in the, the little men in, in guys' heads to go off there into the attic and start rooting boxes. So you're and like you're like a laxative for emotionally constipated men who can't find I, their. I will take that. Yeah, you can have that for I, nothing. I <laughs> oh no, I mean it absolutely. But the other thing that I'm struck by is the fact that you should be you should be uh, giving women cheaper prices because you obviously don't have to work half as hard getting the stuff out of women that you do out of men. So you should have a special women's rate which is cheaper than the men's rate. Not at all. It's the quality across the board here, Barbara. <laughs> Oh, don't you I know? Sure, you wanted the quality now. And now you, you have it. That's the yeah, same thing. Now you have it. Yeah, sure, and I remember. I, I, but I'll tell you, the fellas, when it comes to the delivery, yeah, you give the fellas a set of instructions. Yeah, and yeah, they, and they'll follow it. Right. Whereas the women will go, I'm not sure that this is the way that 
Are you sure now that this is yeah. how I'm supposed to be doing this? I, I actually ran this past the girls there the other night and, you know, uh, two of them <laughs> loved it and two of them told me it was going to be a disaster. You know, and so the girls often take an awful lot more convincing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. To, 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 you know, this is the plan. This is step one. This is step two. Step three. The fellas go right. This is one. <laughs> this is two. This is three. Whereas the girls, you draw a point from A to B, and it's just like a big long squiggly line. Then that kind of comes Listen. back on itself, back around point one, and then eventually finds up its way to point B, where it's supposed to be. Excellent. But Listen, before we run out of time, you need to give yourself an ad. Where can people get get hold of you if they want to employ you for your services? So my uh, website there is bespokeweddingspeeches.com um, and you can get in contact on uh, info at bespokeweddingspeeches.com Fantastic. Uh, there, my number is on there. You can give me a call. So if you either want to do a poem or a trad speech or if you want to go down the route of trying to write it yourself with some help and guidance along the way. You're the man. We're more, we're more than well willing to help the lads out. Fantastic, fantastic. And it sounds like they'll have great crack in the process as well. Cormac, you're great a star crack. bar. You're down there in Skibbereen, I believe. Give my love to Skibbereen in West Cork, a place I, I know and I, I love very indeed. much. And listen, thank you so much for joining us today. I enjoyed so that very thank much. Thank you so much, Barbara. God Thanks, bless you. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Right then, LMFM is live today from Navin Credit Union plus Helena is down there on Kennedy Road in Navin for the launch of their debit MasterCard. Hello, Barbara. Thanks so much. And you have joined us as right at Credit Union Plus and it's lovely to have a chat with you for the first time because I know that it's your last day hosting late lunch today for Jerry Kelly but enjoy it and of course we are talking about the new current account with debit MasterCard but I'm going to have a chat now with Stephen Doyle who is Head of Business Development and Sales here so it's not just personal loans that you guys offer at Credit Union Plus isn't that right Stephen? Yes that's right um, not a lot of people know that uh, at Credit Union Plus we can actually provide SMEs with business finance so we can offer unsecured loans up to a maximum of 100,000 and secured loans up to a maximum of 400,000 <laughs> so that's the sole traders partnerships and limited companies That is a fantastic advantage to have at a, at, a, at a community level this is for the members for the people and I love it Yeah it's, uh, it's definitely just a, another string to the bow here that we can um, also compete with the banks um, what different us from the banks is that uh, it's a straightforward process it's an easy application you deal with a person from start to finish you'll have a uh, someone's contact number that you can contact at any stage of the application to see where it is um, we have speedy decisions so usually um, all loans are approved or decision made within 48 hours of receiving the application and the supporting documents fantastic and of course you're moving online you have the new app so a lot of things the transactions maybe can be done fast online for people yes definitely so we have um, a new app um, it's really slick um, you can log in with biometrics um, so you don't have to remember passwords or um, any sort of login details and stuff like that when you're in uh, you can make applications you can see your transactions make transfers um, all the same as any other banking app and what's your favourite part of working here yourself um, it's the community focus really I think it's just being the community bank and um, just um, looking after the members um, as well it's, it's that we're not for profit so we're a not for profit organisation so any profit we do make goes back to the community so whether that be uh, sponsoring community events or by way of shared dividend, um, share dividends or interest rebates 
Fantastic. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for having a chat with me. And it's not just supporting the local community there, as um, Stephen mentioned, because uh, it's also supporting the members who are here. There's car draws. There's all these benefits that yet you can avail of when you're here. Absolutely. And our car draw, I suppose, we have a fantastic car draw here at Credit Union Plus. And I'm delighted to say we've another one on tomorrow morning. We're going to have a lucky member who's going to get a phone call to say that they've won a brand new car or 22,000 tomorrow morning. We also have five other lucky members that will win 2,000 euros and one member that will win 1,000. So what a nice way to start a Saturday morning. Certainly. Just to run into Christmas, that's what you need. A nice bonus like that. It'd be at the car or the money. Amazing opportunity. And I believe your sister is a member here. What's your name? Uh, Joanne. Joanne. And what do you have in your hand? A lovely coffee? Yes, I need coffee, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Are you a member here as well then? Uh, yes, I am. And what do you like about coming into Credit Union Plus? My sister. Do you? <laughs> and who's your favourite member of staff? Member, my sister and... And Stephen, who I just spoke to. Yes. Brilliant. And I believe you're saving your pennies since your yes. confirmation, communion. Yes. Yes. And it's great benefit for the members here, yes? Yes, I mean. Fantastic. And have you, any, have, you, have you anyone you'd like to say hello to? Oh, God. What about mum and dad or have any friends? I have my friends um, at work. Yeah? In Prosper Meat. So a big shout out from Joanne here at Credit Union Plus. Do you want to say hi? Hi, and I have a boyfriend, so hi. <laughs> there you have it. It's all happening here. Who knows, she could get a wee engagement ring out of the funds here from Credit Union Plus being a member, and she's having a great time. So listen, it's back to you in studio, Barbara, and I'll be with you again shortly with more from Credit Union Plus. Giving away the money down there in Credit Union Plus in Navin. Thanks very much, Alina, and thank you very much for the nice, uh, the nice good wishes on my last, uh, my last day here. Right, I have a couple of things. I want to give a shout out first, if I may, to Charlie May, who's age eight, and she's cutting her beautiful hair for Laura Lynn and Rapunzel Charities this Saturday, six p.m. in Barclays Lounge in Drumcree. Her mammy's Facebook page. Her mammy is Caroline Walsh. Apparently, has a link there if you want to donate. So good luck to you, Charlie May. That's a lovely thing to do. Um, I also want to tell you about uh, Loud Abbey Vintage Club, who are holding a vintage tractor and car run this Sunday at 3pm, starting from the Louth Church Car Park with all the proceeds in aid of the North Louth Hospice. Afterwards at 6pm, there's a jiving competition, a jiving competition and more money being given away, a prize draw for €2,000 in Sark's Pub in Louth Village. That sounds absolutely uh, brilliant. And then just a quick reminder about the LMFM bingo and congratulations again to Suzanne Dunn from Ravensdale in Dundalk. She won six. Euros. She received her books as a wedding anniversary gift from a friend who bought them in Taggart's, Londis and Oldcastle in County Meath. Also congratulations to Gertie Carney from Athboy in County Meath. She scooped €600 Euros and purchased her books in Smith's Post Office in Athboy. Next week's jackpot is €5,400 and with the cold evening settled in that I, settling in that I referred to earlier sure why not treat somebody to an LFM bingo book so they might be a winner. Um, you can buy your bingo books online or you can also find a list of stockists on the website lmfm.ie. Now we're coming up to news, but don't go away. After news, we will have uh, Margaret Madden in our online to talk about books in the book club here on LMFM.
And you're welcome back to Friday's Late Lunch. This is Barbara Scully. I've been looking forward to this segment all week because now it is time for Book Club and I am joined by Late Lunch regular Margaret Madden. Hiya, Margaret. How are you doing? I'm great, Barbara. How are you? Long time no see. I know. I was just thinking that. I mean, I know we're Facebook friends, but um, yeah. we I think the only time we met was at a book awards, wasn't it? A couple of years ago. Yeah, book awards and the old book lunch that we bumped to each other. It's just yeah. been so long ago, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, there hasn't been. Yeah, of course, COVID got in the way and there was uh, no book launches for a good while. I'm only getting back into the swing of them now. Anyway, you have handpicked some fabulous books for, for September. So will we kick off with your first one and tell us what it is. Your book of the month. This is my book of the month, yeah, and it's from Arlene Hunt and it's called While She Sleeps. Okay, so tell us what, what Arlene, actually, we, we mentioned Arlene the other day because I think she's taking part in the Murder One Crime Festival, which is on yeah. in Dunleary next month. That's been organised by Sam Blake, a.k.a. Vanessa O'Loughlin. So she's one of our foremost uh, crime writers, isn't she? She is. She um, hasn't written something for a while, so I was absolutely delighted when this one landed in my book post. Um, so it's the story of Jodie Kavanagh, who at the very beginning um, is discovered lying almost dead on, on her kitchen floor. But there's been no sign of a break-in. There's no apparent reason and there's nothing missing. So straight away, obviously, the guards have their um, their heckles up. They, don't, they know something's not as it seems. And we are introduced then to Detective Inspector Elliot Ryan, who is the older kind of man, the older detective that um, has come back from a, a, an embarrassing injury and so he's already mortified he's already touchy and he's in a lot of pain and on a lot of pain meds that now um, has my mind boggled but I suppose you'll have to read the book to find out what his exactly. uh, embarrassing injury was and how he came yeah. by it mm, interesting yeah. and it was off duty so then we have um, introduced <laughs> yeah. okay introduced to um, his younger counterpart Sergeant Nola Kane. She's only 26. She's she's also under, um, she's back from suspension for punching a colleague. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the two of them are kind of, both of them ha- are, are carrying their woes. Uh, she's not on pain meds, but she's aware that her detective <laughs> is and keeping an eye on him. And uh, so they're, they're delving into the case. And, um, you know, straight away, the reaction from everybody is, it's always the husband, isn't it? And she, indeed, she is separated from her husband. So they start focusing on him. But the story unravels and Arlene has it done in such a way that you literally have no idea what is going on until the final chapter, which, you know, to get me is is quite something because normally I can kind of spot who's done it from the beginning this one no way I have to say I have huge respect for crime writers because of their ability to do that because of their ability to lead us down and I mean I don't read that much crime because it sometimes comes between me and my night's sleep but I I, I love the fact that they are able to bring you down um, where you either don't have a clue what's happening or you're going oh it must be it's definitely this and then you realise oh no no it's not that and then you go oh it's definitely this over here and then you realise no it's not that either Um, and it's because it's really important for novels to keep up that pace and to keep you interested. And what I loved about this one as well is that the chapters are really short. Now, I know that sounds daft. I'm obviously a fan of a long chapter. But if you're just going into bed at night and you're like, oh, I'll just read a chapter and I'll go to sleep. Yeah. But with these sharp, um, snappy ones, you end up reading maybe 80 pages before you realise it because you're like, one more chapter, one more chapter, you know. Yeah. So absolutely loved this one, read in one sitting. Did you? Wow, good yeah. for you. So it's yeah. a pacey, a pacey read, but not too big. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, um, and because it's set in Ireland, obviously. Um, Is it, it set in you know, Dublin, Margaret? 
it is in, in Dublin, but then there are other parts brought in just Great. briefly, you know. Yeah. But it could be set anywhere, you know. Yeah. Well, if only to find out what's happened to the sergeant, I think that's definitely one uh, <laughs> worth thinking about. Now, um, one of your first two fiction novels and, and the first one you have is As You Were by Elaine Feeney. Is she mm-hmm. a new writer on the scene? She's a poet and a playwright mm. as well as a novelist. Now, I came across this by chance. This is actually two years old, um, but I hadn't come across it. I listened to this one on Borrowbox, which I tell Jerry every month I'll do a book I've listened to. So I oh, okay. It. Yeah. Is now, Borrowbox, it, it, now excuse my ignorance, but is Borrowbox okay. the one that's run by the libraries? Exactly. Right. So you've got free audiobooks. Once you have a library card, you can get um, a, a, um, absolutely thousands of books straight into your iPhone. That's you know? a fantastic service. It really is. Yeah. 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 So Sorry, carry on. Mm, no, I interrupted you. And um, this is a woman that I will definitely look into even more. Her writing is just stunning because she just kind of blends her her talent for poetry into it. So it's the story of Sinead Hines, um, who's a mum of three young boys, um, happily married. And we discovered that at the very beginning, that it's eight months since she's been diagnosed with cancer. And it is terminal. But she hasn't told anyone, not even her husband's children. Um, and she's coming into hospital because she's um, getting quite bad. But again, she's just telling her husband it's a chest infection, you know, I'm on ground, I'll be out in a few days. But basically the whole book is nearly observations of ward life, of, of what it's like being in a ward in Galway, in a rundown hospital with no money, um, but yet the, the staff are the salt of the earth. You have another patient who's had a stroke, um, you have one who's had who has dementia, and therefore her life is kind of being told in, in vignettes as she's walking around the ward in her nightie. And you've, uh, there's also males in the ward, there are visitors, you're getting to know their stories. Um, it sounds quite depressing, but it's so darkly comedic. Really, really funny. Like, I, I was laughing out loud, even though obviously it's in, in a very emotional setting. The writer has cleverly turned, you know, an awful, sad situation into something very, very funny. I really would recommend this one. Did you? I think I read this. Uh, as you oh, said, you? that's out a few years, isn't it? I think I yeah, read this about years, two, yeah. yeah, I think I read that when it came out. I did find it a bit dark, uh, but beautifully written. Definitely, yeah. absolutely beautiful. And I think very often with a book like this, it depends on where you are in your own life. In other words, if, you've, if you're dealing with somebody in hospital at the moment, it mightn't be the best thing you want to be reading. Um, or if, you, you know, if, if you're facing into hospital yourself, probably wouldn't be the greatest book to read. Yeah. But it is beautifully written. Um, I just love the, 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 the whole, it's a very, I think it's quite an Irish thing mm. that we can find humour in any situation. Mm. And um, I was on a ward myself maybe two years ago for over a month in local hospital. And my observations, I, I kind of was tweeting them out in a humorous way. But it was my way of coping with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think this this book really resonated with me in that way, you know. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Okay, and that is available, um, obviously you can still probably find it in bookshops, but it's also available from the libraries on, um, on Borrowbox. On I will return my copy so it can be taken out. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, now your next novel is is uh, by Claudia Carroll. Now people will know Claudia Carroll probably. She was an actress in Fair City, I think, wasn't she? 
Was she? Yeah, in, yeah she yeah. was in Fair and City. She's in with Jerry all the time. So the Is she? Know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a mad woman, and I mean that with the loads of affection because she's one of the best crack people <laughs> that you I can know, spend right? time with. Um, yeah. I was lucky enough during the uh, during the summer. I was involved on a panel with her at the um, Women in Media conference, which ran in conjunction with Listowel Writers Week down in Ballybunion, and mm. uh, we had a panel um, three people uh, of which Claudia was one. Is the second time she's been at Women in Media and she entertains an audience like very few people I know and she's the most like even outside of her books listening to her tell a story <laughs> is oh, just a talent. yeah brilliant. she's one of the nicest nicest people you could ever meet yeah yeah, yeah she really yeah. is she had us in apps she had the whole room in stitches with some of the stories but anyway I'll let you tell us about the look this is her latest book and she's mm-hmm. she's quite a lot of books out um so this is the latest book called the love algorithm I let you tell us about it first anyway yeah I think this is her 14th or 15th yeah phenomenal I don't know where she's well she's she's non-stop she's brilliant so this is um, <coughs> uh, there's three women so Iris Iris is the main kind of um, she wants to set up a dating app she has had the worst date um, with fellas that she swipes left or right or whatever it is <laughs> um, and it starts off with one of those catastrophic dates and um, based on a true story Claudia was telling Jerry um it's sort of fascinating all these little little horrible dates they're really laugh out loud moments but not if you're in them I guess no so she's in her mid 40s uh, she's very straight laced um, she's very icy All she works um, as an actuary she's in management there um, so everything is mathematically perfect in her life apart from her love life so this is where she decides to, to set up this this app. But she needs someone else and someone who's a little bit more lively. So she goes for a girl in the office who she's never really spoken to, but she always hears her as being life and soul of the party and on the dating scene. And she brings her in. Her name is Kim. She's a real popular girl in her 20s. And then the two women decide that they need the older age group as well. And they rope in Kim's mother, Connie, um, <laughs> who's late 60s, early 70s. And she's just getting around to, to using an iPad. Never mind going on a dating site. I haven't been on a date since the 1970s. <laughs> and it's just a book of pure crack. You know, it's just a rom-com with three different approaches to dating, uh, three different, very different women. And, and it just makes you laugh so much. It's just a little bit of a turn off at the end of the day book, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally it is. And actually when I, because I've read this as well and uh, I mean, the beauty of her main character, whose name I can't remember, you said it there in the minute, the, the actuary Iris. woman, Iris, yeah. yeah. She's so much not the kind of person that you'd ever imagine going on, using online dating, number one, no. never mind thinking of setting up an app to help make it better, you know, because she wanted to root out all the charlatans that were that were uh, uh, using the the app. Yeah, I mean, I think we all know an Iris and um, can kind of just picture what she would look like in the corner of the office there and she just never appears at any of the... Very straight uh, ...the events that are organised or anything. No, I'm too busy. Yes. Or, you know, stop that messing over there, you lot. You know, yes. a real Iris. But, um, you know, she obviously, as the book goes through, she, she loosens up a bit and, and the friendships do form. Yeah. 
really sweet read. Well, as I say, I, I, down at Ballybunion and uh, Claudia was telling us some stories because she was gathering up experiences. I think she did some experiences mm-hmm. herself of yeah. online dating. And honestly, the stories were absolutely hilarious, you know, about... I absolutely loved, you know, The Undertaker bringing them through the drive through <laughs> at McDonald's with the hearse, <laughs> in the hearse with the coffin in the back. Like. Yeah, as you say, it's a perfect, light, lovely uh, uh, read that anybody, I think, would, would read really enjoy um, and that is uh, The Love Algorithm by Claudia Carroll. Okay now you have an autobiography for us as well um, and yeah. this is Demi Moore's autobiography. Tell us first who Demi Moore just in case not everybody's as old as I am and they might know who Demi Moore is. Did yeah, I pronounce Demi. that right? Is she Demi or is she Demi? Demi I Demi, think, well, I think yes. we all call her Demi I don't know We're, we just read it in the papers years ago and we kept it. So basically another Barra Box read and it was um, I love an autobiography once a month. I won't go into it too long. I know we're tight on time. Yeah. To me, Moore is an actress, probably best known for Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Oh, she was the right. one with uh, the Potter's wheel there. Um, but she was also in a lot of uh, like The Breakfast Club and all those kind of um, movies I used to love, the, the, that generation of movies. She was huge absolutely huge and then she married Bruce Willis yes um, and very quickly had kids very quickly actually so this is basically the story her story um, going back to her horrific childhood absolutely horrific sure really? her mother pimped her out um, oh. she was kind of drinking heavily at the age of 13 she was driving uh, going out driving on her mother's car at 12 you know yeah and absolutely horrible childhood but then herself and Bruce had this wonderful wonderful relationship but as with a lot of people who are are in the media it just got too much for them it was followed constantly she was the equivalent of what Kim Kardashian would be today in regards to being pestered you know um, Princess Diana the same thing they all just the media just got too much for them so it's basically just her story and what happened to her afterwards because I never really knew what happened to her after the Bruce Willis divorce. She kind of just disappeared. She's faded away as an actress, really, hasn't she? She, She's not really in anything anymore. No, she's not. And she does the odd guest things um, and is involved in a lot of fundraising for charities. But yeah, yeah, it's an interesting read, a very interesting read. That sounds Um, good. That sounds good. to add on to the list, the bar box list. Yeah, I think, you know, people, there's a lot of people who really like autobiographies and as a subject mm-hmm. then, I think she's probably very good. Listen, that's loads of food for thought, Margaret. As I say, the long, okay. dark evenings coming in and we all need some nice books and a pile of nice books, I think, rather yes. than one that we can jump in and out of. So listen, great yes. to talk to you again. Thank you very much. You Thank you all bye, for all Barbara. of that. Bye See you soon. Bye bye, bye bye. Back now, time to head back over to Navin Credit Union Plus where Helena is. Yes, Barbara, you've joined me here at Credit Union Plus again for the final time and wow what a morning it has been already there's free coffee from hot shots outside and cookies the size of your face I'll tell you I can't wait to eat one of them so but what I will say I'm going to chat now to Sharon Carolyn who's the business development executive again for the final time and to reiterate why we're here today and the excitement for your members Yes, it's been a truly fantastic day. The weather wasn't good to us, but that didn't matter. There was a warm welcome, warm cup of coffee, and everybody came down and joined in in the fun. It was absolutely phenomenal. The interest that we've had has just blown us away. We knew our members were looking for this service, but wow, I suppose we just couldn't have anticipated how much they've been sitting ready to hit that button. So if you want to um, sign up online, all you have to do is download the app once you remember with us and go through the process all online. It's that simple. So it is. 
days and the app is fantastic. It gives you 24-7 access to your account. You can print off statements and view what transactions or what money you're spending. And you always know then if you need a little bit extra coming up to the old festive season, you know where to call Credit Union Plus. Fantastic. And of course, you really do look after your members. There's great security as well with different types of insurance. So tell us more about that. Yes, you spoke to Paul Walsh earlier from People Insurance and they've been a great partner with us for the last number of years and they provide the insurance on home life and travel. But something I suppose the great security that we provide for our members is we provide free loan protection insurance. So if you've got a loan with us up to 100,000 and God forbid, should the worst happen, that loan is cleared with that um, free loan protection insurance. So it's very valuable at a very difficult time for our members. And it's something, they, it just gives that sense of security. So we really do look after our members, as we say, from the cradle to the grave. And just a point on that as well, we have a fantastic bereavement benefit for members. So for €110 Euros per year, which is only €2.12 Euros um, per week, which is less than a cup of coffee, you can secure um, your life so that in the event of your death, there's a €6,000 payout to your next of kin and your loved ones. Fantastic. And of course, there is a fantastic scholarship. There's a great scholarship as well available to students that uh, I think the deadline is today. But if anybody is in sixth year looking to go to college, tell us about that. Yeah, that's another thing that we provide. I suppose, look, we're trying to cover all age groups, as we've said there. So, yes, the deadline for this year's scholarships is today, the 30th of September. So we give four, four and a half thousand euro scholarships. So four lucky members are going to get a call early next week. And once you're attending a diploma or a degree course, you will be, or you could win four and a half thousand. So we give three, for three years, we give you 1,500 euros to go towards the college expenses. And I know the budget has been good. It has reduced those fees a bit. But as we all know, it's very expensive time for students. So they can avail of that. So what we're doing now is we're doing a call out for next year. So if, as you said, if you're in sixth year and you're attending one of our local schools, please go online and check out that scholarship because we'll be taking applications straight away so for four lucky members they're going to win four and a half thousand euros towards their college fees and I suppose just with the debit card launch today as well just to reiterate that that is for students as well and there's no fees applicable on those that is brilliant Sharon and of course as you mentioned you definitely look after people from the cradle to the grave but it's not just in Navin that you guys are based no, our head office is here in Navan, but we have five offices in total. So we have Navan, Bala James Duff, Baliver Kildalki, Clamell and Delvin and Dunshotland. So if you're a member there, all of these services apply to you. Or if you work or live or attend education in or around any of those offices, check out and see on our website what we can do for you. Well, that sounds brilliant. Thank you so much, Sharon, for having a chat with me. That is, that is Sharon Carolyn here, who is the Business Development Executive at Credit Union Plus. And we had a great time so far in Navin. And I'm going to enjoy some lovely tea from Hot Shots and, of course, a giant cookie that is the size of my face. And that is free to all the members that come in here today. And, of course, there are some vouchers still to give away for the new current account if you set that up here today. And enjoy all the services that Credit Union Plus have to offer. It's back to you in studio Barbara and thanks so much for having us on air bye <laughs> that's great uh, that's great Helena wouldn't mind a giant cookie the size of my face myself but anyway thanks to, to Helena and everybody there in Navin Credit Union plus I hope you all have a great weekend now don't go away because after the break I'm so excited I'm going to be talking wine wine yes wine with Rick Cronier and taking us there is Big Yellow Taxi this is Amy Grant 
And you're welcome back to Late Lunch. This is Barbara Scully here. Uh, the last Friday of the month is clearly the day to do to present this programme because I get to talk about books. But now, even more exciting than books, um, I've been joined in studio by wine consultant Rick Cronier, who is going to uh, talk to us about... What are you going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about the Chardonnay grape today. We're going to compare. OK. Yeah, Char- Chardonnay it. gets a bit of a bad rap, doesn't it? It used to. It used, it used to, to but, okay. but not anymore. Right. I mean, it's number five in the world in terms of worldwide plantings now, and it's number one after Erin. So um, Erin, which is the, the the Spanish grape, so it's really come up. Yes, it did for a while. Uh, if you why go back, was that? Do you think why? why was it, it kind it, of a like oh, Chardonnay is a bit, you know? Well, we we go through these stages. <laughs> it fell know. out of fashion, kind we of. It fell out of fashion, you know. Sauvignon Blanc came along, of course, you know, and and yeah, it is. It's 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 a it's a very docile grape is the best way to describe it. It's it's there's nothing really standing out about it. Doesn't shout. No, but. That is the beauty about it because it's so adaptable. So it, wherever you plant it, it is very uh, easy to take on the soil and the climate there. And it, it's, it's a great variance in terms of flavors that come through. Fab, okay. On it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so today you're going to compare two Chardonnays. One is from the Northern Hemisphere and from yes. France. Um, so will we do that one first, will we? Uh, we'll do that one. Now, it's a Chardonnay. They're both 2020. Uh, one is from France, as you say, which is uh, the Northern Hemisphere, and one is from New Zealand, which is Southern Hemisphere. And the idea is just to demonstrate the difference in the style and to emphasize a point of the grape, as we said, which is fairly neutral uh, in itself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So take kick it off there with... Um this is the first one, and this is from yeah, this, the French uh, one. The first one we're doing is from France, the uh, Maconnais region in Burgundy, and, and that's where Chardonnay originates from, uh, Burgundy in uh, eastern France. Of course, it's grown all over the world now. Um, this one is the Carve de Luni, and it's a Grand Reserve. It's a 2020, very important. Both wines uh, we got from... Uh, O'Brien's, Barry and the team there, and thanks very much to them. And um, yeah, so we're going to have a, a quick taste. Oh, there this is this is the bit. Yeah. You see, uh, I, I, I was in love with red wine for many years, and then, yes. and I, I would still be in love with red wine, but red wine fell out of love with me and started yeah. giving me migraines. So now I drink white, but I would never pick up a Chardonnay. So I'm really excited to. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the thing about uh, Chardonnay, as I say, you know, it can go from fruity, light, unoaked to quite heavy. Um, you can keep them for years. So it just really depends on which style uh, it was made. Uh, That's lovely. That's quite surprising. Yeah, it, it's, um, you know, I uh, I myself was surprised as it, uh, you know, in, in, in the flavours that came through. And in particular from France, because they're very set in their ways, not mm. only in their style, but also by legislation, Right. Um, and uh, the other thing about France is when you look at a label, it's very hard to find the description of the grape on it because they like to uh, label their wines according to the region or the appellation and then the village. Like this is Macon Luni. Now, Macon will be the uh, appellation and Luni is the actual town. 
Ah. So it's it's very hard sometimes to to uh, find the grape on it. Yeah. Yeah. How would you describe that now? I would describe it as a she who hasn't a breeze really. That's quite fruity and quite light. It is. It's uh, if you look at the colour, it's, it's very clear. Now it's it's got a like a, a, a green yellowish tint uh, to it, and it's quite fruity on it. A bit mm. of citrus uh, on it there. Uh, definitely apple and pear initially on 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 the nose, but there's some minerality in it, and it's got a nice long finish. It doesn't just disappear. Yeah, um, but it's nice and light. You know, and, it, and that's not expensive either. Like it, it no, fourteen ninety five. Now uh, O'Brien's is having a, a, a sale on it. Was nineteen ninety five. So good discount on it. Um, and the the sale is on across the board there. Um, and I would suggest to listeners go in there and start stocking up for Christmas. Yes, while things you are know, reduced. Absolutely. I mean, good tip um, right there. If uh, some of the discounts is, is phenomenal. I mean, the Christmas Club, I see it's open everywhere now from the butchers, uh, yeah. gift shops and that. So might as well bypass O'Brien's in and have a chat to the boys. Then. That's that's good advice. But can I apologise to listeners for mentioning Christmas? <laughs> is he well, going, Christmas? No, don't say Christmas yet. <laughs> but no, that's that's very, very good advice. Um, so give us the name of that one again. It's a Yeah, it's the uh, uh, Macon Looney. Right. And it's the Grand Reserve 2020. Yeah. And well, if you just go nice. into there, uh, in, into O'Brien's, Barry, Sean, James, any one of those uh, boys at Connell, they, they'll be more than happy to help you. And what I didn't realise is that um, Chardonnay goes into Champagne. Is that right? Yeah, that's the mainstay of Champagne, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, there yes. You go. Every that's, day is a that, school day. That's the mainstay. Uh, it has to be. That's not only by law. Ah. Uh, now, there might be a touch of, say, Pinot Noir in it if you want uh, the pink colour to it. Right, um, right. And the same as Chablis. If you see the name Chablis on a label, that is uh, Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Yeah, again, this is the French. That's how they like to label their Everything wines. being very organised and very... Yeah, and I mean, this comes from a, a, a co-op there in the Burgundy region. Um, one of the biggest ones there, they've got 400 members, over a thousand hectares. So a great choice. You know, they I think they cover something like 20 appellations, export to 21 countries. countries. Big operation. Yeah. Big. And what would you say there that, that that particular one, what would you pair that with? You know, if you're well, it's as having an a aperitif. dinner party. As an yes. aperitif. Okay. Uh, as an aperitif, definitely. Um, you, you, you'll, you'll, you, there's no problem with that. A vegan foods, a grilled chicken, uh, some uh, seafood. Light stuff. Light now, stuff. You, you, you don't want heavy stuff with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'd be lovely aperitif for Christmas time then, as you say. Absolutely. Mm. It, absolutely. And um, it's a bit of a story here because this is a second set of bottles. I would normally... You drank uh, the first lot. Did you come in? We enjoyed the first <laughs> lot. The test went a bit too far. The test went a bit... I'll blame my neighbours for that. <laughs> you had a party. Well, well at least you shared. You go. That's, yes, good. Yes, That's good. That's yes, good. At yes, least you yes, shared. Absolutely. No, it's great, Barbara. I, I definitely would put that on my list. Yeah. At that price as well. It's very good price, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. For a decent wine, like, and very, you know, buy it. Very, very, very uh, decent. Yeah, no, that's very nice. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and you'd say that was kind of mix of citrus and apple and pear kind of flavours. Yeah, so that's it's, the it's, light it's, thing it's, as well. it's on the fruity side. On the fruity on side. On the fruity side. It's not heavy, 
So it's not going to interfere with your palate for food yes. if you do go to food. We always recommend plenty of water and food, uh, but definitely as an aperitif. Yeah, yeah. very great, nice. Great welcoming wine. Yeah, definitely. very nice. Okay, that's yeah. definitely going on my list then, yeah. given that I come from a vegetarian household. So that would probably go quite well. Now, it will do very well. It would do very yeah. well. Yeah. Okay, so the second one you've brought in then to yes. compare and contrast, as they used to say when you were doing the leave insert, is from New Zealand, from, I can't pronounce that, Waipara? Yeah, Waipara. Waipara. In Canterbury, yeah. Is that on North or South Island? Is South. That? South Island. Yeah. Okay, grand. Right. I'm very excited about this one because it comes from an estate called Sherwood Estate. I'm That's married right. to a Mr. Sherwood. My children are Mr. Two Sherwoods as well. So, oh, yeah, I think I, sh- I think I could go there and I'd yeah. probably be a VIP, although I don't use his name. Yeah. But, you know. He didn't tell you about this, did he? No. Oh, you te- no, he, de- God, he didn't. God, that you explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. explains a lot. Still right. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'll have to go home and I'll have to talk to him about that. Mm. Anyway, tell me about the Sherwood estate. Yeah, the Sherwood, lovely story. I I love these stories, uh, Barbara, because it started off as a husband and wife team back in uh, 85, I think it was. And um, they started off with nine hectares. Now, 85 was a very turbulent year for the wine industry. I mean, it it was a glut. It was oversupplied. Quality was poor. Price was poor. But they were determined, you know, and um, and they got stuck in. And over the years, they built it up, built it up. And today, it's one of the biggest privately owned uh, estates in uh, Canterbury. And just sheer commitment yeah. to it and the love of the land and the wines and that. And yeah. And I've never been I've never been to New Zealand but I have been to Australia to Western Australia a number of times because my daughter lives in Perth and right. I've done I've never done wine tasting oh no I did I lie I did wine tasting once in the south of France um and it was lovely and and like you say it was like the way the French approach everything it was very measured and quite serious business I yes. did wine tasting in Australia and it was the maddest afternoon I've spent yeah. in a long time those are the best yeah in these kind of tin shacks in the middle of nowhere yeah, like absolutely. in the middle of these huge uh, vineyards um, yeah. and it was just like there wasn't a lot of standing on ceremony it was slopped into a glass and you know where you go try that and then go. try yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, that, so okay so tell me about this then Sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, as I say now, this is also... I've got to taste 20, this. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, that's uh, Things I have to do for the job here is just, you know... Yeah. <laughs> carry on. You talk uh, while I drink. Again, it's very clear in colour. Um, now, this one, uh, as a, it, for me... Oh, it's it quite different. Very different. It had a touch of oak toastiness on it. Mm. Um, some bit of lemon, still a bit of citrus in mm. it there. Um but a, a good long uh, finish on it. Now, this one was made slightly different. They kept it on the lees, which is really the skins of the grapes, a bit longer. Oh, okay. Just to, 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 to strengthen the wine. So the end result is what I would say is a medium-bodied wine. It, 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 I really like that. Yeah. That'd be kind of like a wintry kind of... Yeah, more like you, you would need more food with this. I, okay. I, I'll be a bit. <laughs> I, I think the party will end quite early for you if you uh, if you sleep if, in the corner. Would yeah, you? <laughs> if 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 you take it as an aperitif. Right. Yeah, it's very nice. Though. I do it, like that. I think it's two lovely, completely contrast, but two lovely, lovely wines for right. ridiculous prices. Well, yeah. What price? What's this retailer and, then? Um, 
this is 1995. So a wee bit dearer than the other one because it's not on a yeah. special offer, obviously. Yeah. No, no. Um, but but again, you know, it's 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 just a complete contrast to the other, but still a very very nice uh, medium bodied wine. Um, and again, what would you pair that with? You, you said more food. So yeah, I would. Uh, well, you need a bit stronger food now. A yeah. roast chicken might, you know. Again, you don't want fatty food with no. this. You know, yeah. A roast chicken will go uh, some rich sauces, but not too strong. Either, right. You know, you, you never want uh, anything to overpower the wine, wine, or vice versa. You just want to match. You want to complement. Yeah. That is what you want to do with it, you know. So vegetarian food as well, she says, yes. not thinking of herself yeah, necessarily. No, absolutely. Vegetarian food. Um, Your old uh, nut roast. <laughs> yeah, vegetarian. I'm thinking like something like a mushroom dish. Yeah. Like, I think will really sit well with it. Excellent. Um, uh, and and uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And drink plenty of water and eat loads of the food so you don't fall yeah. asleep in the corner. Yeah, well, that's what we <laughs> always recommend, you know. Yeah, absolutely, Barbara. But two lovely wines. They know. are lovely. And it just shows you that you shouldn't write off any particular grape as being, oh, I don't like that or I don't like this because they're quite different from each other. So, you know, it's all about tasting and yeah. getting to know what you like, you know, brand wise almost, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Well, whatever your your taste is, we, we all have different yeah. flavors that that suits us you yeah, know? yeah and the occasion you know yes I, of course i mean, I mean if as i say uh, 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 the, the macon looney i would definitely have that as an aperitif without question without question okay um, uh, and that would be with the main one, course yeah i would i would rather prefer that one to a main course brilliant you know? I'm, I'm writing all these notes down furiously here so that i can sound like i know what i'm talking about then when it comes to Oh, absolutely. Entertaining people. Yeah, Excellent. Definitely. Listen, that is brilliant. Unfortunately, I've only taken a sip out of both of them because I have to drive home. But um, I could happily now, I think, sit down with that with that New Zealand one for a good while. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll get Why a chance not? to later. Yeah. Rick, it was lovely no, no. to meet you. And thank you so much for coming in. That was uh, that was great fun. That was Nick Cronje and um, some lovely Chardonnay wines. And you're welcome back to the last uh, section of uh, Late Lunch. It's time now to look ahead to what we can look forward to at the weekend in sport. And joining me, thanks be to God, is David Sheehan. How are you, David? I'm good. How are you? I bet you're looking forward to having Jerry back next week and somebody who can make intelligent commentary and intelligent comebacks when you're talking no, about sport. No, have you heard Jerry? No, he's not, <laughs> he's not as intelligent as he, may, as he makes out. Um, it's... it's 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 nice it's a nice change you know oh good okay well off we go then tell us about uh, what's on tonight Uh, well tonight the League of Ireland is back and it's the big uh, Louds derby the final Louds derby of the season Dundalk taking on Drogheda United at Casey's Field Uh, they've met three times already so far in the league this season Drogheda have won both of the games in Drogheda but Dundalk beat Drogheda comfortably enough on home uh, soil earlier in the season so it's a big enough game for both sides Drogheda would Probably by most people's reckoning, be safe by now, but they still need maybe a few more points just to be absolutely sure. And Dundalk really need the points in terms of pushing on and getting that European place with St. Pat's breathing down their neck. So it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be keenly fought, I would say. Uh, you'd probably make Dundalk favourites given their record at home this season. They haven't lost at home all season. And Drogheda's away form was really poor. They've only won once on the road. So I'm going to give Dundalk the nod for this one. I'll be there myself for uh, LMFM so people can listen to that one later on online. Fabulous. Okay. So you're calling it for Dundalk? Yes, I think Dundalk would have to be favourites for a chat. We'll oh. see, though. OK, OK. Nothing's nothing certain until it's all done. Um, mm-hmm. And then what's coming up in the Premier League tomorrow? 
Yeah, I suppose the big one tomorrow is the North London Derby, another Derby game. And, of course, the Manchester Derby is on Sunday. But tomorrow it's Arsenal against Spurs. Arsenal top of the table at the moment. Um, they've only lost one game this year against or this season against Manchester United a couple of weeks ago. Spurs haven't been beaten yet, but they've drawn a, a couple more games than Arsenal. So they're a point behind. So Spurs could conceivably go top if they win this game uh, tomorrow, uh, depending on other results over the weekend. So it's going to be a really interesting one. Both sides have started the season really well. I think Arsenal's fans are hoping, Gary Kelly among them, that this is finally uh, the <laughs> year where they actually make some proper progress and it's not another false dawn uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna give a slight nod to, to arsenal this one i'm an arsenal fan myself i suppose i have to say so i'm a little biased but i'm, I'm really hoping arsenal get the win but it's going to be a cracking game northern and derbies are always really intense occasions and i think with both sides starting the season so well i think this one's going to be a really interesting one and i'm just hoping arsenal can sneak a win in that one and then on the local scene later on tomorrow, the Lowe's Junior Finals, Saban and Parnells against Lloyd Rangers. Saban haven't been in the final since they were in the senior final in 2000. They lost to Newtown Blues on that occasion. And Lloyd Rangers, as most people will know, have lost three finals in a row in recent years in the Junior Championship. So they've had some heartbreaking defeats. So they'll be hoping to get across the line tomorrow. And uh, I'm, I'm no uh, expert on the loud club scene because I wouldn't be out to, to see too many games. But from talking to a few sources uh, who may be close to LMFM, may not be. Um, <laughs> Glide Rangers, I think, are maybe... Glide Rangers are maybe just the favourites on this one. They've a few young players coming through and they've added a little bit to the teams that were beaten in the last few years. So I think Glide Rangers finally to get the job done. But again, it's a toss of a coin, I really think, in that one, you know. Just in case anybody's wondering, that source definitely wasn't me and I think chances are it wasn't Louise either. <laughs> uh, no, definitely wasn't either of you two. I can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, cracking on then to Sunday, the Louth Intermediate Football Final in RD. Yes, uh, absolutely. It's uh, again the, the finals and semi-finals coming thick and fast. So this is Cooley against St Kevin's. Cooley were beaten in last year's final, and again people would remember Cooley were in so many senior finals in the two thousands and just couldn't get the job done. They've a really poor record in finals. But uh, St Kevin's, uh, maybe the coming team again. Maybe people f- fancy them to get the nod. Um, it's again, it's it's going to be a really tight one, a toss of a coin. I'm going to give a, a, a nod to Kevin's on this one again. This is a, a game we'll have live on the radio on Sunday. And just for people's information, it'll also be live and full online because we're going to have to cross over and back between that game and the Mead Senior Semi Final at different points. So if people want to tune into that Cooley game in full, they can do it on our website and app. And then very finally on Sunday as well, the Mead Senior Football Semi Finals, we have Nafina against Ratote and Summerhill against Wolf Tones. Wolf Tones, the defending champions. Summerhill, I mentioned Glide losing three finals in a row. Summerhill in recent years lost three finals in a row in Mead. So they're really due a Keegan Cup. That's going to be a really interesting game, Summerhill and the Tones. Both sides in good form. Tones really dug it out in the semi-final or in the quarter-final, I should say, against Gail Colin Kill when they were man down. Uh, so I think I'm just going to give Summerhill a hesitant nod in that one. And in the other semi-final, Ratote against Nafina. I was chatting to the Nafina manager after their game against Trim and he was saying, look, everyone's going to be writing us off and making us underdogs. I think that's justified in this occasion. I think Ratote are favourites given the you know, the, the history of their recent wins in the Keegan Cup. I think Ratote will just have enough to get by Nafina, but that's going to re- be a dog and enough game as well. And I wouldn't be surprised if Nafina sprung a surprise, but I think Ratote will just about get it done. <laughs> Does anybody ever uh, take note of your predictions and then you know, like work out how successful I really hope or not. unsuccessful <laughs> you are on these now? I really hope not. I really hope not. I think most weeks uh, Jerry's always slagging me about for predicting draws in the soccer. So uh, I'm not sure if anyone pays much attention to my predictions. Well, if they did, they'd probably be down. Predicting draws, they'd be is, down sit- a few quid. Predicting draws yeah. is sitting on the fence. That doesn't count. I like to, to be definitive. Listen, that's yes, great. Yes, yes. That's great, David. We Listen, got that- through that. That was wonderful. Thank you very much indeed. Enjoy having sure. Jerry back with you next week. <laughs> 
we'll have you back again soon please guys <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll do some more homework anyway that is it uh, that is it from your late lunch today and that is it for me your, Jerry will be back again next Monday I want to thank all the team here at LMFM especially Karen and Breach and Reception who were very nice and kind to me and of course the late lunch producer Louise without whom etc etc cam professionalism personified but most of all I want to thank you for listening it's been a privilege to have been in your cars or your kitchens or your ears for the last two weeks I've had a great time have a great weekend I'm leaving you today with Niall LMFM podcasts with CNC carpets we bring the showroom to you or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown Dramiskin call 087 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment CNC carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs Warren. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.